want to introduce to you the easiest way to make a podcast, and that is through this app called Anchor. Now, Anchor gives you everything you need in one place, all for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Good day, good day. to the stage with me on today. Um, They know a little bit about this uh, topic uh, when it comes to uh, not only just managing our stress levels, um, but also um, just the effects of stress on the body and especially what we have been going through uh, during uh, this time of uh, COVID, this time of the pandemic. And so... um, uh, we're just going to go ahead and get started. You know, um, we can ping some people. Um, and um, but I, I really want to, want to give people uh, an understanding of what happens um, 
when we don't manage our stress. Welcome everyone. And one of the important things is that I don't think that we take um, or have a great understanding about the effects of stress on our body and what it actually does, how the body re, uh, responds to stress and what are some of the warning signs. And so um, I kind of did break this up um, into three different topics um, because I don't want to rush through anything. But I want to give us just a, a, a definition of what stress is because we never want to make the assumption um, that we know um, exactly what, what that is. So when we look at um, Eastern philosophies, uh, stress is uh, considered to be an absence of inner peace, an absence of inner peace. But in the Western culture, stress can be described as a loss of control. So anytime we feel that we are not in control um, of our life, not in control of situations, um, it brings about this, what we call stress. Now, when we look at it um, uh, psychologically, when we look at stress psychologically, it is defined as a state of anxiety produced when events and responsibilities exceeds one's coping abilities. And as we all know that when um, this uh, pandemic hit and when COVID hit, we were hit. A lot of people have suffered and were faced with uh, situations and responsibilities that exceeded their coping abilities because we don't always know how to manage our stress. Sometimes we don't even understand um, what is actually happening to us. We don't understand it on a uh, physiological level. Now, stress also, when we look at it, um, when we also look at stress, um, so psychologically, um, it's in, an anxiety that is produced when the events and the responsibilities exceed our coping abilities. But physiologically, stress is the non-specific response of the body to any demand placed upon it to adapt whether that demand produces pleasure or pain. Let me say that again. Physiologically, physiologically, meaning like within our, our body, stress is the non-specific response to any demand placed upon it to adapt whether that demand produces pleasure or pain. So again, we are in a time where we have had to adapt to so many different things. Uh, we've had to adapt to the way that um, uh, children are schooled. So we had to go where, where parents are homeschooling their children uh, and, and trying to work at the same time. Um, some jobs uh, you went from having to go into the office, you know, to now uh, you're working from home and we're literally coming up on almost a year. So you're talking to 10, you know, 10 months, 11 months of having to make this adaptation 
uh, to a new way of life, to a new way of living. And we cannot assume that the body knows the difference between good stress and bad stress because there is good stress and then there is bad stress. So one of the things that I want to talk about on today and um, our, our panelists that are up, our speakers that are up on the, on the stage today, um, I'm going to bring them in. But I want to talk about what happens when we are in this fight or flight response. The flight or fight response is an automatic response that's, that's physiologically built into um, the human body that arouses us and, and, and it helps us to survive at any perceived threat. Now, when we look at physiologist, uh, physiologist Walter Cannon, he observed that the body's reaction to acute stress, which is now commonly called a stress reaction. In addition, when we're looking at the fight or the flight response, it is triggered by anger or aggression, and it can usually be employed to defend territorial boundaries or to attack aggressors that are smaller in size. So looking at having an understanding to, to help us to have an understanding of what stress does to our body. And even bringing you to the place of recognizing what's happening in your in your physical body. So the body is made of 11 different body systems, depending upon what stream of thought. Some people uh, will say 12 um, uh, because sometimes you will, they will pair the immune system with the lymphatic system. But I want to talk about teaching you how to notice when you are in a moment of stress. I can make it personal for myself because I remember I'm a, I'm a licensed massage therapist. So I've been a massage therapist. This is going on year number 14 for me. And I could remember um, being, I used to work in human resources. And I, and I remember that during certain times where I would be processing payroll, um, that I would encounter these very stressful moments. And before I went to massage therapy uh, school, um, I, I, I would remember how I would respond to stressful situations. And after I finished school, I noticed that I had to literally teach myself how to respond. I had to teach myself how to to manage how to react how to how to do the deep breathing i had to to recognize that when i had a twitch in my eye that uh oh i'm experiencing a level of uh, a stressful moment here and there is something that i need to do to bring myself back to a state in a place of inner peace see where we aren't familiar enough with our body we and, and sometimes we just pass it off as just as it's, it's just something or it's just something. But we have to become very, very aware of of how stress is impacting our body. So today I, I only want to talk about our primary stress response, our primary stress response. And I even want you to begin to take a look and take note of if you can relate to any of these. And then we're going to have a discussion and a dialogue about it. So when we look at primary stress response, this is an immediate and an urgent response to a serious 
threat. Serious threats can be look can look differently for each person. Not everybody experiences or encounters threats the same way. But as I'm going over this information, I want you to think about how do you respond and how have you responded and how can you recognize um, and say, you know what, I can relate to that. Okay, so let's take a look at this. Number one, let's talk about our skin. The skin is the largest organ of the body. And oftentimes when our skin reacts to a primary stress response, what's going to happen is sometimes the skin will get very pale. And that's because the, at that moment, the blood that is circulating in our body is being diverted to our vital organs. So even if you were to encounter someone that was going through or having a stressful moment, uh, take a look at their skin. If their skin is pale, that is a sign that they are um, that they have activated or they have triggered a primary stress response. Let's take a look at the heart. The heart is something that we all can we can all attest to this. The heart begins to pound, sending blood around the body, carrying sugar, which is our energy source and hormones such as adrenaline. We all can attest to that. We all have experienced that moment where something has happened and then we begin to experience our heart beating very fast. Let's take a look at another one. What about our muscles? Our muscles, they begin to tense in readiness for action. They tense in readiness for action. So I know for myself and I know for each of you, there are times where you, your neck may get your neck may get tight. You may experience a pain in your neck. You may experience um, a pain in your in your shoulders. This is your body and this is your muscles that are that is preparing itself to for readiness to react. Let's take a look at the lungs. What happens with our lungs? In our lungs, our air passages they begin to dilate. And then our breathing, it becomes more intense to provide oxygen to feed the increase of blood supply. You know that heavy breathing that we like to do? That, that, that is your lungs. That's your lungs uh, response to primary stress. What about our liver? We never think about our liver. Well, what happens? Our liver is the place where glycogen is converted to blood sugar to give us that, that short distance energy. So I don't know if you ever encountered where uh, maybe you have a fear of dogs and you encountered or you can imagine this big ferocious dog coming at you and you took off running. Well, the reason why you had the energy in order to, to do short distance uh, running in that very moment is because your liver and the glycogen converted that blood sugar to give you that, that, that burst of energy. Now, let's talk about the blood. When our blood, what's happening with our blood, our blood begins to thicken. It, it helps to carry more oxygen to fight infection 
and also to stop bleeding. So these are things that are happening internally within our body that are primary stress responses. Next, let's look at our sweat glands. Our sweat glands, they start to cool the underlying and the overheated muscles. So anytime you begin to, to experience where, you're, where you're, you're sweating, that's your body's automatic cooling system. Automatic cooling system. Now, what about digestion? Sometimes you may experience a, a, a stomach ache. Well, it's not just a stomach ache. That's your digestive system because it processes the shutdown as the blood is diverted elsewhere. And so our mouth goes dry because the mouth is a part of that. And it, it, it avoids adding the extra fluids to your stomach. If it did not allow that blood to be diverted elsewhere, uh, what, what would happen is you would become nauseated and sometimes you may even vomit. So that is what is happening to the digestive system. Now, let's take a look at the bladder and the rectum. What happens with the bladder and the rectum is that the muscles relax to release any excess load. So if you were ever a child or if you have a child and, and they ever got um, excited or if they got scared and they wet themselves, that's the reason why. That's the reason why they wet themselves. And so um, I, I want to um, just open up because like I said, I'm not going to make this a very, very long broadcast, but I really wanted us to in this series to take a look and to, to begin to um, teach us how to pay closer attention to our body because whether we can see it, whether we have an understanding of it or not, stress affects our body. Stress affects our immune system. And if our immune system is impacted, then that affects our uh, ability to be able to fight off disease, to be able to fight off viruses and bacteria. So I'm going to um, just open up um, the panel here um, to um, Paula. Um, she can introduce herself, Oma. You can introduce yourself. Um, as well. And um, just uh, tell me a little bit about what you do. And um, we're going to have a little dialogue. All right. So good morning. Good morning, Shelby. Good morning, Oma. Welcome, Tomio. Um, I'm Paula Dedicord. I'm a holistic health coach. Um, I've been doing my business since about 2010. Um, but prior to that, I worked in a prison for 22 years. So for me, I was a dispatcher, and stress is what did me in. <laughs> no word of lies. So when I was listening to you talk about all the things I was doing to the body, I was like, wow. Um, it's so amazing what stress can do. But for me, what happened, what came out tenfold, was multiple food allergies. Mm -hmm. So my digestion just went haywire from the stress of the job. So, um, and just in relating that with COVID, what I've seen is people are really – they're stressed about everything.
distressed about getting COVID, distressed about money if they lost their jobs, distressed about what's going to happen tomorrow with the elections. Um, so there's just so much going on with people right now, um, and I believe that I believe some people are getting COVID because of that, because they're just so stressed out about everything in life that their, their immune system shot. So um, that's what I just wanted to share. Thank you so much, Paula. Go ahead, Oma. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. Um, hello, everyone. My name is psychologist Oma C. Withers. I am the owner and founder of the Hair Test Hair Restoration Clinic, and I help people grow their hair back uh, primarily. Um, you know, there's, there's so many things that go into stress. And the quicker we can learn that it's a that it can be a chemical response that influences so many things, like what Shelby said. Oh my goodness, um, that'll be the quicker route we can get to a um, a healing remedy. So it's definitely something that we have to highly consider because you know once we're stressed, it's like our it's like our immune defenses are down. Mm -hmm. So um, you can become so susceptible to things. And over time, as it progresses, it starts turning into other issues as well. So I'm super excited for this conversation, and thank you for having me. Thank you for thank you for joining us and um, just uh, sharing a little bit about uh, what the both of you do. Um, listen, we we have experienced so much. Thank you to those that are um, in the room. Um, is it um, Tomio? Um, welcome, Diane. Um, feel free to ping your followers. Um, I know for me, um, being a massage therapist, I literally, it was, it was definitely a, a transition. Um, we weren't allowed to, um, we weren't allowed, we had to shut our businesses down. I, my business actually is in my home. I have a home office. And so like when the state, um, sent down the orders, you know, to shut down, um, I had to shut down my, my practice. And it's like, how do you manage when you understand, <clears throat> excuse me, that people use this as a part of their self-care? You know, so touch is such a very important part, you know, of, 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 of their self-care. And even for mine, like I have not had a massage outside of, um, I'm also an adjunct instructor at Daymar College where I, I teach in the medical massage therapy program. Um, and so outside of um, uh, facilitating um, clinic, I have not had a massage since March. And I'm one who get massages every single week. And so for me, even as a, 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 a therapist, I had to even change and, and, and really look into other other means and other ways of, of how am I going to relieve the stress? Um, because like um, Paula said, you know, um, people are have lost jobs. Um, there, there's no income that is coming in. Uh, family dynamics have changed. Um, even when you look at um, relationships, um, now, because now you have people uh, that are home, husbands and wives are, are used to, you know, not being home at the same time. And now you're, you're home with each other, you know, 24-7, your children are there. 
I cannot even imagine, but I know what it was like for, for me. And so I had to draw on other things and, and really uh, I, I use aromatherapy. And so I had to even be more consistent and even more diligent about making sure that I was managing my stress levels and having that understanding, you know, of, you know, of, of recognizing, you know what, um, my shoulders are very, very tight. You know, um, what, what am I worrying about today? Thinking about what I'm thinking about, thinking about my thought process. And so all of these things go into, go into this, this process, you know, of, of, of managing our stress and, and understanding what's going on with our bodies. I can't stress that enough, that it is so very important for us to understand what it is that our body is speaking to us because our body will tell us. Our body will tell us. Um, I do want to open up, you know, the platform for um, any of our, our guests that are in the room. Again, welcome. Um, if you do have something that you would like to share, if you have a question that you would like to ask, um, you can feel free and um, we'll, we'll bring you up on, on stage. Um, in the meantime, I do want to ask Paula, um, because you have um, looked at or you've had this experience with um, having your digestive system tank out on you. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what, um, how that impacts the people, um, your clients, um, how, how you serve them. What have you noticed uh, during this time of, um, of the pandemic? So what I've noticed during this time of the pandemic is more of a, a general statement. Um, I was actually working part-time at a grocery store, and one thing I've noticed that people were doing was, um, I believe they were grabbing onto, and I noticed it even on Facebook, they were grabbing onto foods that gave them a time of joy in their lives at one time or another. Mm -hmm. So I noticed, like, people were picking up foods that, you know, we ate as kids, like the Oreos and the um, different types of, you know, I don't know, hostess, cupcakes, whatever it might be, you know what I mean? Like certain foods we had as kids or baked goods, people were baking a lot of all, all this kind of stuff, but it was, you know, there's a lot of sugar, there's a lot of butter in those things, you know, in the grocery store, I noticed the carts are overloaded with lots of cookies and chips and ice cream, especially ice cream, um, alcohol, lots of alcohol, all these things suppress our immune system. So I... It was very eye-opening to me because I really thought, you know, knowing that, gosh, if somebody breathes on me the wrong way, and I, this could kill me. This could potentially kill me. So thinking that, I just was really amazed that more people didn't have more greens and more vegetables and stuff in their carts. Mm -hmm. But I guess they were afraid of getting the COVID from the fresh vegetables, so which was crazy. Um, so that was eye-opening to me during this pandemic, that people still weren't taking care of their health, even knowing that potentially they could just really get really, really sick in an instant, you know, if they didn't help their immune system. Mm -hmm. But they still weren't waking up. And I, it's not, some still aren't, I don't think, which mm -hmm. really surprises me. I would have thought more people would have um starting to wake up to take care of their health. You know, I, I had to take care of my health 
or I would have died. I actually had anaphylactic shock several times. Um, I almost died myself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, knowing that this pandemic was hitting, I was, I've been very careful. I don't, you know, not that I ever really drank much before, but I'm really staying away from the alcohol. Two, two glasses of wine and I, um, I'll, I'll get a cold. I mean, just that easy because it lowers the immune system, mm-hmm. you know? So just knowing that, I I don't understand why people want to party and do all that because it's just weakening your immune system. So I feel I'm sad because there's just not enough knowledge out there. We're all hearing about the, you know, not to just get on the vaccination kit, but they're all hearing about a vaccination or a drug or, you know, when you can just boost the immune system and really... Uh, protect yourself that way. It's, it's not foolproof, but it's way better than some of the stuff that's out there. Mm-hmm. So that that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. And you make a, a very interesting point um, because um, one of the things that we do see is is in times of stress that people look for things that will that will bring them comfort. You know, we're we're isolated. Um, from you know our family, from our friends, you know, even from our coworkers, and in uh, you know, especially if you have a job, you know that you actually love to do, and so um, uh, people do look for things of, of comfort in, and this is why education is so important. Um, educating people on on uh, about how the body works, educating them on the importance of keeping their immune system um, built up is so, so, so very important. Um, Oma, how, what have you noticed just in your, um, in your practice? Um, and I know that you've experienced some things as well uh, when it comes to, you know, um, being a service provider and then not being able to provide that service. Uh, what have you noticed with your clients? Oh my goodness. I just want to warn y'all right now. I'm super silly. Um, but when COVID hit, my business completely changed. Like it completely changed. I was actually about to open another location uh, for my clients to receive service in person, but I had to stop it immediately because um, a lot of times in hair loss, it's generally happening because of an immune response, depending on the type of alopecia that the client is suffering from. But with COVID-19, there is a um, there is a rise of what's called diffuse alopecia. And what that means is um, it's it's a chronic level of hair shedding. Like they're not experiencing like the the bald spots that we would think about when hair loss it comes to mind. But they're dealing with like aggressive shedding, and that tells me that their stress hormone cortisol is extremely high. And when your when your stress hormone cortisol is high, you're susceptible to so many other things. So the first thing that I would kind of go to, like what Paula said was changing the diet, like completely resetting it. Um, And then there's been like an uptick of uh, CMOS consumers and also elderberry consumers. But sometimes, sometimes our remedies and our, um, our processes of alleviation should not be limited to just the trending 
um, the trending supplement or herb or vitamin. It's a holistic change. Like it's a whole change, mm -hmm. meaning, you know, how we're able to combat things mentally. And also the food that we're grabbing in the grocery store, how are we making sure that we're um, diversifying our microbiome, mm -hmm. our gut's microbiome? Mm -hmm. um, it's so important. And, um, and what I'm seeing now is that there's so much, um, there's so much binge eating and now people are starting to become very erratic and craving for that touch, like how you used to receive your massages mm -hmm. every single week. I used to receive massages every single week too, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not so wanting for the massage that I will go and risk my life for the massage. Mm -hmm. Um, there's been um, there's been differences in people's skin health, like you said, um, like with people wearing masks now. Um, the sebaceous oil and dead skin is getting pushed deeper inside of the pores of the face, and now they're also stressed out about their physical appearance. So where there's where there's COVID sufferers, there's also people suffering on the outside of it, having to accommodate for um, them protecting themselves from COVID. Mm -hmm. So there's just so many things going on. There's so many moving parts, uh, but I'm glad to know that there was a uptick of people who were genuine, who were genuinely interested in making real life changes for themselves. Yes. So um, those are some of the things that I noticed. There's so many more, but I don't want to talk y'all's heads off today. <laughs> Amen. So uh, that's definitely something or some things that I've seen. Mm -hmm. That's that's so very good. I know that um, even when we were in the building, um, when we were going on campus, you know, um, I definitely noticed that um, that my face was breaking out, you know, because of, of having to wear the mask, you know, having to teach or, you know, run lab class, you know, with the with the mask on. And I just thought, I don't see how people are doing this for hours. You know, our healthcare workers, you know, they're, um, you know, 12 hour shifts, you know, and working with the mask on. And so, um, and, and even how it impacts our, our respiratory system. So it, it impacts, you know, again, what I talked about, um, the, the lungs, you know, um, now you're, you're breathing um, more, is, is, is more um, uh, labored um, because now that you have the, the mask on, the other thing that I that I was um, want to briefly hit on um, is having an understanding of when we do experience so much um, loss, um, uh, the grief and what grief is doing to us um, physically and emotionally. Um, it, it actually works um, hand in hand. And I know for me personally, a couple of years ago, uh, when I had experienced um, just a time of a lot of stress going on in my life, uh, my uh, uh, good girlfriend um, had uh, passed away. And then a month later, my grandmother passed away. And it was several months later when I went to go see a holistic doctor that the first thing that she asked me was, did I lose anybody that was close to me? And I just kind of looked at her um, because I was having some um, digestive issues. And so... Um, and she was like, you're still grieving. You have not gone through this grieving process. And it had literally, you know, tanked out, you know, uh, my immune system. And, um, and so I know what it's like um, to um, experience um, 
the, the effects, the physical effects of stress in the work that you have to do in order to bring your immune system um, back up. And so the, the, the key thing is not just brushing off um, when you may feel something, when, you, when, you're, when you're feeling off um, in your body. This is not the time for that. This is time for us to really become in tune with what is going on internally, especially when we have so many external factors um, that are um, contributing or, or, or triggering the things that we are experiencing with our in our physical in our physical bodies. And so I definitely wanted to bring that in because a lot of people have lost family members, they've lost coworkers, people have lost friends. And so we also um, we can't neglect to talk about what grief is doing to us, to, to see, um, to hear, you know, just what's going on on the news. And so this is where we have to become very wise and very diligent to guard, you know, our ear gates, to guard what we are watching, because even just the fact of watching um, the news and, and being consumed by the news, um, it can cause for us to, um, sorry, phone always rings during the live. Um, it can cause for us to, to uh, just not understand. And so really what my point is, is I really want us to become aware, to become aware of your physical body. If something feels off, inquire please inquire because there are underlying things there are there are things that people are going through and experiencing and we don't have to we don't have to if call if, if, if 2020 didn't teach us anything it should have taught us the value of just life of existence and so I'm not going to um, carry out um, real, real long. Um, I'm going to um, ask Paula for some closing thoughts because I know that she has to prepare to jump off. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny. Um, for those of you guys, Shelby knows this, but for Omer and Diane, I can be prophetic. And, and Shelby can be too. And um, when your phone was going off, all I'm hearing is pay attention to the alarms. You know what I mean? Like the alarms going off in our body. <laughs> so, that's something I was just, you know, and, and, and here's the thing, you know, especially, you know, not to get off the, the topic of COVID, but like anything, especially like with heart problems this morning, mm -hmm. um, we really don't pay attention to the signs. Um, we start to get like something here and there, you know, a little pain here and there and ignore underlying problem in our body. That can yes. be our heart breaking down. Mm -hmm. um, so we tend to, especially women, we really tend to ignore a lot of these signs. And a lot of doctors will say, oh, it's menopause. You know, I, for you guys that don't know me, um, I help with autoimmune issues. I've done a lot, I've done talks for Lyme disease. Um, I've met Lyme disease doctors, so I deal a lot with autoimmune issues and um, food allergies and food sensitivities. And um, it, when you really look at it, there's, you know, people have been dealing with these underlying issues for many, many years. Some, mm -hmm. can, some people in the Lyme community, they've been sick since they're like 10 years old. 
but it was just all ignored. And then, of course, the alarm goes off, like your phone, when <laughs> um, the body just can't take anymore. You know, everything starts to shut down. The mm -hmm. nervous system's been shot. Now the gut's been shot. You know, I mean, it, it just starts to really um, spiral out of control. So we have warning signs in our bodies, in mm -hmm. ourselves, but most of us ignore them. We mm -hmm. don't, we think, oh, I'm just, especially, here's another one to think about for anybody on here. Um, kids, especially in autoimmune issues, they'll start to just play games and stuff and they won't get off the couch and da da da. And so parents just think they're lazy, but some of them have underlying autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. So that's that's an alarm right there as a parent. Watch your kids. Yes. Don't just automatically think that they're being lazy. They may have something going on. Mm -hmm. So really pay attention to that. Do they have other things going on with that laziness? That's so good. joint pain, headaches, they can't, they have cognitive issues. So, mm -hmm. um, and on that, to, to tie it back into COVID, a lot of people have underlying autoimmune issues already. They're getting stressed from everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's what's making them more susceptible to COVID. I mean, if you look at, at what people are getting COVID, are more more people that can't absorb like the vitamins, which autoimmune people sometimes can't absorb vitamin B mm -hmm. for some reason. They have to get vitamin B shots. <coughs> mm -hmm. um, African Americans don't absorb as much vitamin D. D boosts the immune system. Mm -hmm. So these are some things to just really look at. Look at the whole picture, not just what the news is saying. Mm -hmm. Now, what what are the underlying reasons why these people are getting COVID? Right. So, you know, of course, there are other people that could do it. Um, but what's the underlying reason? Of, you know, to, are they dealing with a lot of stress in their life? You know, are they vitamin mineral deficient? Do they have underlying autoimmune disease? It may trace back to, like I said, to their, when they were 10. Mm -hmm. I've talked to people and they're like, oh, I've been, you know, I've been getting this since I was 10, so why would it be this now? Because your body's been, uh, it, you've had it all your life. You ain't even. Some people may have been born with it. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, so with that said, that, that's like my um, closing, I would say. And Shelby, I want to thank you for being on here. This was great. It was great to hear your take on COVID-19. It was really interesting to hear what it did to the body. I kind of wish I recorded it. That's one thing about um, uh, Clubhouse is we're not supposed to record. But, um, you know, I, I imagine, like, even if you just told the person and, uh, you know, or took notes. I wish I took notes. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, I'm very, very grateful to be on this platform today and to um, have you guys on. Diane Oma, thank you. Um, I'll follow you guys. So follow me. Um, and one last thing, you know, um, I do have ebooks and recipes, books. Um, you can look at my bio on either Instagram or go right to the website. They're all five dollars, and I have a couple free. I have a reversing illness um, ebook that's free and a six-day immunity meal plan guide for free. So feel free to have a look at that. It's all anti-inflammatory and really help, um, especially if you know somebody has underlying issues, food allergies, sensitivities, um, autoimmune. They're, they're really geared towards that, but not limited to. It can be for anybody. So right. thank you again, Shelby. You're welcome. I do have to run. I have to get on another call, but. We'll be doing more of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Have a great day. God bless everyone. Thank you, Paula. You have a great one. Alma, did you have any closing thoughts or Diane, did you have anything that you wanted to share on today?
Yes, I do have some closing thoughts. Hold on one second, um, Oma. Before you um, have your closing thoughts, I'm going to bring Diane up. I know that um, to the platform so that she can have something, and then we can we'll have you give your closing thoughts. Okay, awesome. Go ahead, Diane. Oh, hi, hi, uh, everybody. Uh, Shelby, thank you for inviting me up. Yes. Um, I, I didn't catch all of this. I'm so sorry. This is the I caught the tail end of it, but this has been so informative. The the little that I did get, but I was I, my ears perked up when you started to talk about autoimmune disease because I have an autoimmune disease. I have RA. I have not um, taken medication in a very long time because I found that the medication was actually uh, doing more harm to my body mm -hmm. than the RA itself, or so it seemed, um, you know, with all of the side effects and everything. But I had not been experiencing any, um, any symptoms for a very long time, but I noticed that Lately, I have been extremely fatigued, which is a symptom, um, but it's been some years I've been extremely fatigued, and then there, of course, is a joint pain. So I guess um, when, I, I guess I wouldn't, I don't really know, other than diet change, what other things I can do to, um, to manage this until I'm thoroughly healed. Of course, um, and I do believe I'm, I, I will be healed. I Absolutely. do believe that. But right now, I am so tired. Like I am so, I am extremely tired. Like I'm not able to get much of anything done. And I'm taking vitamin D. Uh, I do take. Uh, I do. I take CMOS every day. I take vitamin D, and I just started back taking wheatgrass. So I was just. I'm, wondering what other things I might be able to incorporate in my regimen. Mm -hmm. um, Diane, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect you with Paula offline um, because that is her particular area um, that that she um, that she uh, not only just ministers in, um, but that she practices in. Um, so I'm going to connect um, you and um, Paula together, um, if you don't mind. Oh, no, absolutely. Okay. Yes, I will definitely yeah, do that. I'm yeah, I'm still here. I'm just getting ready for my, my, other, my other job. So I was, I was listening to Diane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would love to talk to you a little bit more. Um, there are ways that I can help you. Yeah, as like I said, I've, I've really helped with that community. So I definitely know what you're going through, and I can help you with that, get you on the right track, and get you um, feeling less pain you know, eat the right foods and all of that. So, yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to send me an email, you can do it at enrichyourhealthnumber1 at gmail.com, and we can set up a time. That's probably the easiest thing. You, you said enrich your health. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's E-N-R-I-C-H-U-R-H-E-A-L-T-H, number one, enrichyourhealth1 at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Yeah, send me an email and then we'll set up a time to talk. And um, yeah, it, you know, if you want to, like I said, I have a couple things for you and stuff on my website. So if you want to just take a look at that and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, in the meantime, definitely do that. But yeah, reach out to me because I, I hate seeing people suffering through all that. You know, when you can 
Thank you so much, Diane. Right, Om, I'm going to have you give our give your closing remarks, and then we're going to get ready to shut it on down for the day. Awesome sauce. Now, while we were all talking, I was putting together a batch of, uh, of my tea, but uh, one thing I will say in my closing remarks is that with COVID, I, I truly hope that people follow these principles. Eat your fiber. Drink your spring water. Um, if you if you need to find resources about what your mineral deficiencies are, um, definitely reach out to Shelby. Reach out to Paula, also myself, and we can definitely help you figure out um, some of the gaps that you're missing, mm -hmm. so that we can help fill in that hole to better um, to better prepare you for not only COVID but other conditions that could arise as well. Like a lot of times um, when I hear people talk about COVID on the news and how they talk about how um, the pathology of it works is that it, it, it truly affects your lungs. And when you can't get oxygen into your body, it affects your blood. So when I think of it prophetically, I've been saying this for almost a year is that COVID takes away your ability to speak. It's a silencer. Come on. It's a huge silencer. So if you can't, if you can't inhale to accept um, the nutrients that's actually going to feed your blood to allow for all of your other functions in your body to work, mm -hmm. then to me, that's like the ultimate, that's the ultimate sign of somebody trying to silence you. Come on. And the pathology of COVID is absolutely insane. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, so people with hypothyroidism, they experience it like they, they experience it worse than some mm -hmm. that may have a normal functioning thyroid. Mm -hmm. But then you have to think about your selenium and iodine and all of those things that go into play, but you definitely have to consider all of these things. Um, you know, with autoimmune conditions, you know, that's your immune system attacking healthy cells in your body, or it could just be that you have damaged immune cells coursing through your body that haven't been able to be released yet. Mm -hmm. That's where the fiber comes in. Um, so you guys definitely stay vi uh, vigilant. Um, and that those are my closing remarks. I promise you I will talk for an hour. I promise. <laughs> so I'm trying my best not to do that. But we'll those are my closing remarks. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll definitely be back. Um, we have uh, two more weeks. So next Tuesday. And then the following Tuesday to kind of finish out um, this particular um, series um, as he has given it to me. And um, so I thank you, Paula. Thank you, Oma. Thank you, Diane. Uh, welcome, Tynesha, um, to the room. Um, I just want to say and really just um, piggyback off of what Oma has said, um, COVID-19 um, is so multifaceted and Oftentimes, it, it really makes me sad when people think that it's just about wearing a mask or their right to wear a mask. It is so much greater than that. Um, can we have enough, um, just because something doesn't impact you, um, you, can you have enough love and compassion uh, for your fellow mankind uh, to be considerate of what someone else may be going through? And so during this time, 
Uh, we have seen really just the level of just pride, um, the level of the lack of compassion and, and empathy just for humans, period. Just for others, being considerate of what someone else may be going through. Um, because again, just because we don't see it externally, we don't know the internal workings of what's going on with each individual and what someone else may be going through. And so um, uh, I just, I, I can go on and on and on um, about that, uh, about it, you know, just looking at it from that perspective. And, and, and actually, I'm going to really end the series um, on that perspective. I'm really taking um, a look at um, just this, the spiritual component and in, in how we can navigate um, through this season, because that's what it is. It's a season. Um, it is a moment. We just happen to be living and walking out this season and this moment in time. And so I want to thank each of you for, uh, for being on and for joining us on today. Um, I will be back here on next Tuesday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I look forward to seeing you there. If you have any questions, um, you can feel free to um, email me, jewelsofwellness1 at gmail.com. Um, there is a free download um, that is on my Instagram page. It is also on um, my Facebook page as well. But if you hit um, the uh, link that's in my bio, um, click on free download, um, our mindset. What are you tolerating in this season? What does your mindset look like? Because that impacts our health as well. And so again, just thank you all for joining me, joining my guests. I look forward to um, chatting with you again. God bless you all and have a great rest of your day. God bless. Thank you again, Shelby. Bye-bye. God bless. Bless you.